Hello and welcome to Jamin Digital, which offers insights, analysis and commentary on all things digital in Brussels and beyond. My name is Evelina Kurgonaite. I am a seasoned Brussels Bubble Insider, a former journalist and a digital policy enthusiast. Today I have a pleasure of welcoming as my guest a member of the European Parliament, Stephanie Yonkuta, who has agreed to share with me her views on the Digital Markets Act, or the DMA, which is the European Commission's proposal aiming to tame the power of large digital platforms, the so-called gatekeepers. She is a French lawyer and a politician elected as a member of the European Parliament in 2019. In the past, she served as a member of the staff of the president of the French Competition Authority as advisor for international affairs, having practiced French and European competition law in law firms before. Since entering the European Parliament, she has served on the Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs, and in that capacity, she has been the Parliament's rapporteur on the European Parliament's annual competition policy report, and most recently, as a rapporteur for the Digital Markets Act. And that's one of the main reasons I'm happy to be talking to her today. As a member of the Liberal arm at the European Parliament, on the one hand, and as one of actually very few members of the European Parliament with hands-on legal experience and legal knowledge, you may have to reconcile your political views with perhaps more legalistic approach to things in order to strike the right balance. With all that in mind, would you say you are a proponent of regulating digital markets? Or is it rather that now that the proposal is on the table, you look to make sure it's a workable solution? As a liberal, I'm in favor of a smooth functioning of markets for companies, for consumers, and for the whole economy. Yet what we experienced so far for a few years is not really what I call a smooth functioning of markets. We have seen a lot of companies being uh, definitely um, kicked out of the markets or consumers deprived of choice, not based on merits on innovative services of companies, but based on anti-competitive and unfair practices. So I am a fervent uh, defender of our European competition policy, but it's clear that it's not fit for digital challenges that have and that will continue to arise. As a liberal, it actually hurts me when I see that public authorities such as the EU Commission need 10 years to solve an antitrust case before imposing some remedies to try to restore competition. Sometimes remedies are not even working. Meanwhile, smaller players have lost their access to markets. They have lost their access to audience and a lot of time and money, while at the same time, tech giants are getting bigger and bigger thanks to this unfair behavior. So I'm not in favor of markets where the wealthiest, you know, only the ones that can afford heavy fines for breaching the law and biggest companies can take it all. I am in favor of a market where everyone, everyone can compete on the same level and where the best wins. 
The Digital Markets Act is now an effort of the European Commission and EU at large to tame some of that market power you were just talking about. And if you had to single out three most notable areas of improvement to the draft DMA, what would those be? Well, first, I'm very happy with this proposal on the table, but of course, there are some rooms for improvement. I'll pick three uh, main areas to start. First, the role of national competition authorities, which is definitely unclear at this stage. The second uh, is the effective enforcement of the DMA, which I think is questionable in terms of resources and compliance of gatekeepers. Third is the role of third-party stakeholders. You know, this uh, participate on trust into the process, which I think is not properly taken into account in the proposal at this stage. Oh, let me add a fourth loophole uh, with my former competition lawyer hat. I think we have to see clearer in the interplay of the uh, DMA with existing of uh, competition law, which for me is not clear at this stage, not nor for some member states. It's also one of the pending issues that needs to be uh, further discussed, definitely. So if we start with the very first point you mentioned, the role of national competition authorities, the draft Digital Markets Act, by its very nature, is envisaged to be a pan-European regulatory solution, as opposed to multiple national regimes. And you seem to think that member states or their national competition authorities should play a more important role. And several member states have already recently enhanced rules to tame market power of the largest digital players. Calls have also been made to foresee more involvement for national competition authorities. What should be that perfect institutional framework? How should it look like to make the regulatory regime work in practice? Because we can't really have concurrent regimes, if you will, for that to be a smooth enforcement process. We cannot have concurrent systems. And I think clearly enforcement of the DMA must remain at the European level. The more European the enforcement is, the better. It will avoid any regulatory shopping from GAFAs as we experienced it, you know, with the implementation of general data protection regulation. But at the same time, some European jurisdictions have moved forward with their own initiative. You know, Germany, for example, with the latest amendment to its competition law. And I think it might be an occasion for the European Commission to learn from this initiative, this very first initiative, that will be used before the DMA comes into force. And in the meantime, uh, there is a, a risk that an NCA could investigate a company under competition law while the European Commission will catch it with the DMA. If the company happens to be sanctioned twice, it could nullify the decision and that will be counterproductive. So I think in this regard, the interplay between the DMA and competition law must be clarified, as I said earlier, as well as the role for NCA. So definitely first, DMA at the EU level, but we have to define a very good uh, organization and a good uh, interplay with the NCAs because it's clear that the European Commission will never be enough equipped to monitor a dozen of companies and enforce properly the DMA alone. Well, let's face it, army of gatekeepers, lawyers will keep flooding the Commission with a lot of information 
a lot of studies, challenges before actually complying. And the Commission must rely, it has to rely on national competition authorities, which at least those have the experience, you know, the expertise and resources to properly monitor digital markets. For example, uh, with France, Germany, or the UK, which have created digital units dedicated to tackle the digital challenges. So it requires a special expertise that goes beyond competition. So far, NCAs do not have any specific role in the DNA. They are not necessarily the ones that will be sitting in the digital advisory committee as proposed in the uh, draft proposal of the Commission. And it requires also three member states to ask the Commission to open a market investigation. So who will do that? And why an NCA should not be able to flag it and ask the Commission to look into it? And, you know, as former advisor to the French Competition Authority Chair, I know that NCAs are very well equipped and suited to help the Commission in this work. It is also true when it comes to a relation with small players, and we really have to keep that in mind. I think for SMEs, it could be impressive to complain before the Commission about gatekeepers. And most of the time, you know that SMEs are dependent of gatekeepers, and they do not necessarily dare to do so. So they don't have the means to file such a complaint to the Commission. In addition to uh, the fact that it's impressive to go to the Commission, it's also very costly and it takes time. So I think you must be quite strong to do so. You know, I'm thinking of Spotify versus Apple. Spotify is a well-installed company, but it's not always the case. Enhancing the role of national competition authorities, I think could definitely facilitate the dialogue with all stakeholders. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. Mechanisms already exist. By existing mechanisms, do you mean the ICN? I think it would be interesting to understand a little bit your thinking. How would that work in practice? What should it be? Some sort of a subset of ICN. What is the ideal coordination mechanism between the member states and the commission? One of the triggers for the draft DMA has been the blurring lines between different areas of law, different regulatory areas, such as competition, privacy, consumer law. And do you think the current draft of the DMA sufficiently reflects that tendency and strikes the right balance? Or do you think more or something different should be done in this respect? I've been working, as you know, for a while as an international advisor for the French Competition Authority chairman, and I was familiar with the International Competition Network and the European Competition Network, as you mentioned, meetings. And to me, uh, ECN is one of the most achieved network of regulators. It has information sharing mechanism. It has a system to allocate cases and the possibility to harmonize procedures and now substance as well. And this kind of institutional framework is let's say the base, the starting point to ensure a smooth coordination between the EU and national regulatory bodies. But I think ECN is like a 
prerequisite, but it's not sufficient because how can I say the EMA embraces and digital challenges embraces more than competition, low than any other tool. And so we have to make sure that uh, other regulators like sectoral regulators, like regulators in charge of privacy at national level are involved as well. Each other within its own remix, I say within its own competencies to make sure that we have a very... uh, a future-proof tool and very efficient one where a lot of resources will be needed. So I think definitely this is crucial. This definitely lacks in the current draft proposal of the Commission. I'm in favor of having a broad overview when it comes to regulating platforms. At the core of it, national competition authorities will have to be at the center of the forum with the European Commission, of course, being the, the leader. But they will have to discuss with consumer organization, with privacy regulators, with telecommunication regulators, when they deal with the case. I think we should always be able to see the big picture. I'd like to take uh, the example of uh, Google Fitbit. It seems to me that the Commission followed its guidelines and rules, but did not see enough the big picture with the potential evolutions on privacy and the importance of data when it cleared the deal. So I am in favor of pushing for this multidisciplinary approach while making sure that competition regulators, the commission and the NCAs are the ones in charge of enforcing the DNA. At the end, we need someone in the driving seat and it cannot be everybody. So in this regard, I'm calling and I want and we need a clarification of the institutional design Some critics have argued that the current draft of the DMA is not future-proof or not sufficiently future-proof. For example, because it does not cover all types of potentially anti-competitive practices, but is rather limited to or is built on prior or ongoing European Commission's Director General for Competition cases investigating digital markets. Do you agree? And if so, how would you suggest improving that? The Commission has drafted the list of obligations and interdictions from past and also uh, ongoing antitrust cases. Well, that makes sense, I think. They used this past experience to uh, identify the uh, biggest issues that could not be uh, properly solved by existing competition law. So I would say that it's a good starting point. The current list provides us with what should be forbidden based on solid legal grounds. And so legal certainty, I think, is key. But I think this approach should allow us to act quickly. As for now, only three or four companies cannot properly be regulated by competition law for their unfair practices. And maybe tomorrow, these companies will not be the same as new stakeholders will arise. And when you talk about um, future proof, you're right, because digital markets evolve so quickly that the practices will also be different and will not look exactly the same as was it written now in the current Article 5 and 6. I think the Commission is well aware of that and has foreseen a market investigation tool to add new practices and identify new gatekeepers. I think this is crucial. 
if we want this regulation to be, as you rightly pointed out, future-proof, there might be some evolutions to consider in this regard too. And to me, what is really missing in this DMA to ensure that we have a future-proof tool is the regulatory dialogue with stakeholders, this participative antitrust. I'm not going to elaborate on that, but I think this is clearly key if we want to have this uh, future-proof regulation. The DMA has also been criticized because of the scope of the DMA. As it's currently drafted, it would seem to follow a sort of a horizontal approach versus business model approach. But the potential harm on consumers or on competition might actually differ depending on how a given digital platform uses user data, for example. What are your views on this type of criticism? It's true that um, having a horizontal approach might raise concerns as there are many different business models. It's very different than the telecommunication sector, for instance. We have a digital world uh, with and digital changes with so many different markets. Google, Apple, Facebook, and Amazon are all very different. They don't monetize data the same way. They don't have the same purpose. They don't have the same relationship to consumers. But I think what they do have in common is the role of the gatekeeper, and that is what we try to address. And so I think we need this list of obligations and interdictions, like you know, a mix of antitrust past cases that concern them all indifferently. And I think in this way, this list should be fine-tuned to make sure that they do address the specific issue while being wide enough to cover all situations. So it's very important to balance this. And at the same time, some argue that we should complement the list of obligations and interdictions with principles, objectives-based approach that will allow the regulator to adopt tailor-made remediation to cope with the reality of digital markets. And this approach will come on top, I think, of the current market investigation tool foreseen by the Commission to add new practices and new gatekeepers. To me, well, I have some concerns and I haven't made my religion on it yet. On one hand, I do share the need for a regulator to be able to have a complete toolbox. And on the other hand, if we introduce a case-by-case approach in the regulation, we might fall into competition law and competition procedures again. So we have to make sure that we have a proper balance between two horizontal versus two case-by-case or business model approach. You mentioned falling back into competition law and falling back into competition procedures. Um, The DMA is meant to be complementary to the existing competition law and to existing competition procedures. There has been some criticism over the interplay between those existing competition procedures and the DMA, and I understand that might also be one of your concerns, if you had any thoughts in this respect. The DMA makes very clear that it will apply without prejudice to competition law, but I still have some concrete questions on the relationship of existing competition law and DMA. And this hasn't been clarified in the draft proposal yet, first at commission level, since the DMA is, uh, I think, cross-DJ. How will you ensure the coordination between GCOMP and competition cases and those which will be covered by the DMAs? And another one, again, with the relations with national competition authorities, that there is a risk that an NCA could investigate a company 
under competition law, why the European Commission catch it with the DMAs. Interplay is unclear, and I have this question with the German law. For instance, so the Commission made the political choice to opt for the legal basis referring to internal markets, but German law is based on the competition law. So how will you articulate again? the DMA at the European level and other national regulations which will be based under competition law and other legal basis. So any questions? How will you handle that? What about basically the gatekeepers? Uh, will they be able to, to challenge national decisions claiming that they can only be regulated at EU level? So many things on the interplay with competition law which haven't been solved so far. So you've given us quite a few of your insights on the many questions that are there. What would be that perfect institutional framework? First, as far as the institutional design is concerned, it's first something where the European Commission is at the driver's seat, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, in the same car. We need to have, and not behind the Commission, but close to the Commission, you have to have the role, the interplay with the international competition authorities and other sector regulators. This is for the institutional design. And also, time is of essence. So we need to uh, tighten the deadline as much as we can. So far, I think it's much better than what we are facing traditional competition cases where you have to wait sometimes for 10 years to get things done, time is of essence, and make sure that we have deadline, really short deadline to designate the gatekeeper, the practice to be discussed, the investigations and the decisions of non-compliance before moving forward. Also, I think we need to change our enforcement model to ensure better compliance of gatekeepers. We have to make sure that all the victims, the direct victims of gatekeepers are in the car. And so the DMS should be the occasion to go further to make the existing tools working, remedies, interim measures, non-compliance, which are not new, but to make them more effective. We have to make sure that we also engage and make sure that all the companies which are suffering from anti-competitive practices are within the procedure, all along the procedure, to uh, check and to have their say on the remedies which are proposed. I would like to thank you very much for your time and for sharing with me your thoughts on these various very important questions in relation to the DMA. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you.